by the Toronto Vegetarian Association, now known as VegTO. We come to you virtually from our homes and we are heard on CJRU 1280 AM Campus Community Radio. My name is Sweta and I'm a vegan and a volunteer with VegTO and our mission is to inspire people to choose a healthier, greener and more compassionate lifestyle through plant-based eating. And I'm joined by two of my co-hosts today. We've got Steve on the line. Hello, Steve. Hi, Sweta, and hi, Marnie. Hi. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Mm-hmm. How, how are you doing? Excellent. Excited to talk about burger season. We are talking about burgers today. Now, before we jump into this topic, maybe we should take a moment to define uh, burgers, because I think being vegan, the three of us, I think a lot of people would say that we don't even eat burgers. So what even is a burger? I did a lot of thinking about that way back when I first became vegetarian. And uh, uh, this is quite some time ago. And uh, burger doesn't look like any natural part of an animal because it's been ground up to not look like that. And eating something else that looks like it is not imitating an animal. So I didn't, I was comfortable with that. And then uh, I also define it as something you eat on a bun with mustard and onions on it or whatever other toppings you want. And uh, as such, that can be appealing and that can work for vegan foods just as easily as it can for me. I think you have a good point, Steve. I I looked up on Wikipedia the history of burgers, hoping that there would be some great story. But it's one of those foods that has a dozen different people claiming uh, its origin. Uh, somehow it vaguely connects to the city of Hamburg, Germany, but not really. Uh, it might have been served on a ship that brought people to America, but that was more of a steak on the bun. So, yeah, for that reason, I don't know that anyone can really have a claim on it because it's so amorphous. Yeah, same thing. I'm, I'm looking at maybe that same Wikipedia entry and it defines a burger as a sandwich consisting of one or more cooked patties placed inside a slice, a bread roll or bun roll. And so now I suppose you could argue, well, is a patty something that's meat or not meat? And then on the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it says the definition of a burger is one, a hamburger, horrible definition. Second, a sandwich similar to a hamburger, horrible definition. And then underneath that, it says, tofu burgers <laughs> that's right that's a win that's a win right there yeah. okay so it's something that you eat that is similar to a sandwich i don't even know the differences between a sandwich and a burger i feel like it's just the bread i don't know but i that, that could be a whole tangent okay so um do we do we have any burgers that we have a preference for I don't want to be boring, but I would say that right now, my favorite frozen burger is the Beyond Burger. Now, one thing that I have noticed, I'm curious whether you guys have noticed this, is that when Beyond and Impossible came out, every grocery store tried to rush to get their own version of a 
special fancy expensive burger patty and it pushed out some of the old burgers that I used to love like right before beyond uh, and that generation came out my favorite was um something called a soy burger from compliments which is like the metro and sobe's house brand so the the mm. their version of sort of pc and it was a nice thick burger even though it was called a soy burger it doesn't look like soy it looks like a burger uh tasted great maybe not quite that heme taste that bloody taste as a beyond burger uh, but there was absolutely nothing wrong with it. And I can't find it anymore. And I actually looked up online and it doesn't seem like they carry it. So it's interesting. Love the Beyond Burger and, and some of its equivalents. But have you noticed that it's pushed out old favorites of yours? I haven't noticed that for burgers, but that's because I'm not much of a, a burger person. And now you're like, why are you on this episode? <laughs> but I haven't. <laughs> I have noticed that for ice creams because before you could go into a store and find that um, large container it was like almost a liter I think that's maybe a pint um, but that almost a liter just plain vanilla soy ice cream and now you can't find that anymore like Loblaws had it but now I can't find it like in the last year I think I can't find it there anymore either because now it's all about the you know the the cashew and the this and the that and even before those other ice creams came on the market they were still all about like the flavored ones and it's like no I want the plain one and then I can have my toppings mm-hmm. to it so I I'm not yeah I, so I'm not surprised this year and I've wondered if it had to do with supply chain issues but you might be right it might be that the trendier things are pushing out the old faves that's too bad uh, supermarket has fierce competition definitely uh, so Steve, what's your favorite burger? Wait, wait, we heard this one, didn't we? When we did that last episode, uh, was it the Hillary's burger? Did I get that right? It is, but I, I I have a few others, and I would go through them all. They have similar characteristics. Hillary's, uh, yeah, they make a number of different uh, varieties. Uh, Field roast is another one, or uh, and uh, Saul burgers are good. Sol Saul is uh, made in. Uh, Mississauga here, and uh, Field Roast is uh, a Seattle company, and Hillary's is from Kansas. I like them all because they you can actually see the bits and pieces of grain and uh, grain and bean in them, and so on, and uh, or sometimes even some greens, and that's been mine. And you can still put mustard and onions on them, and they've got plenty of flavor. All all three of these do. Something else I like for emergencies that doesn't look quite as much like a burger, I'm not quite sure how to describe it, is the things that come out from soyery and uh, uh, in Gatineau. Yeah, I love here with them. That's a sort of la soyery. Yeah. Yeah, they they make quite a good quite good products, and they're uh, they're pleasant for an emergency too. Uh, They're a bit of an odd shape to put on a bun. They're not quite the same shape as, as most buns, so, uh, but uh, but the taste is fine and they're uh, nice wholesome ingredients. It's I funny haven't... you say that. Just, sorry, it's funny you say that, Steve, because um, La Soyerie is on my list too. Those are tofu burgers, so they're primarily made of tofu. And um, my feeling about them kind of contradicts what you said before about anything you put on a bun is a burger. Um, <laughs> because I really like those cold for brunch with a little bit uh-huh. of salad. Cream. Sour cream. Yeah, a little not not real sour cream, but either either tofu 
or PC makes a sour cream, a yeah. plant-based sour cream, and they also, their plant-based yogurt is almost identical to their plant-based sour cream. So either whichever one you find, and then I add a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of salt that makes it actually taste like sour cream. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those La, La Soyerie, um patties, they come in several different flavors. There's a miso, there's a... Um, I think a mushroom, this mm -hmm. herb. Yeah, they all that's taste right. Pretty much the same to me, but just cut up with a little bit of sour cream and maybe some <laughs> sliced tomatoes. That's uh, a great brunch. Well, hold on. So you're you're cooking it and letting it go cold, or you're just eating it straight out of the fridge? Just opening it up. There are four in like a vacuum sealed plastic little pack. Just open it up and and put it on a plate. After try that. Cut it up. Dip it in this, just like almost like a cold pancake. Yeah, that's so funny. There was, yeah. I remember I went to, um, I, it was Esther's Farm Sanctuary for one of those work days. And uh, one of the staff members, I won't say who, but one of the staff members, their sister was there. And she was talking about how she loves tofu. I'm like, I love tofu. No one loves tofu. Like I love tofu. And she <laughs> had a block of smoked tofu that she was eating right out of the packaging, just cold. And I'm like, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So I guess I don't love tofu that much uh, because I would have, I would have at least cooked it, but apparently she's not alone. We got Marnie well, here too. The, the smoked tofu, you uh, just slice it up and it's like a smoked Gouda. I used yeah. to, that used to be a great snack when I worked in an office, I would have some yeah. of that in the fridge and just a chunk of that um, was perfect. Pick me up in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. Getting off the subject of burgers for a moment, uh, <laughs> tofu. Uh, I first started learned to like tofu, uh, eaten cold, uh, not cooked or anything. And uh, with just a bit of uh, soy sauce of some kind on it. Uh, so uh yeah, I, I don't think of tofu as something that needs cooking. Uh, something else, though, that uh, I, I did like, and I'm having trouble finding one that I like these days, is, is a tempeh burger. Uh, I, my favorite tempeh burger was made by, uh, uh, I remember the name of the, uh, the company. Uh, they went out of business uh, early in the, in, in, in the pandemic. Uh, it had a landlord problem as a small company, and uh, uh, but uh, I'm sure I'll find a tempeh burger that I'd like again soon. Uh, that, that's something else. I like the taste of tempeh, and it doesn't taste like any other burger. Well, keep an eye out for you, Sueda. What's your favorite? Mm -hmm. I um, as usual, have a complaint. I complain a lot, so <laughs> I I'm not a huge fan of like beefy things i mean i like the beyond and i had the impossible except i realized as we were talking about doing this episode that i've only had both of those once and that's it that one a and w mm -hmm. story that i described that was my one time that i had impossible and then that one time that i described a few years ago about uh, someone bringing me an impossible burger from the states because they weren't available here at the time it was uh, from um white castle and it was like three days old and i ate it and uh that was my one time eating the impossible burger and i have no desire to really do it again not because it's, it's bad it's just you know there's other stuff out there that i prefer to eat and i think the reason behind that is is because yeah i'm just not a big beef person and I like my chicken burgers. And so I really like the Boca chicken burger. And I specifically like the spicy version of it. Um, I wish the patty was a little bit thicker um, because it's, I feel like it's half breading, half patty. But that's the one that I like. And I wish there were more like chicken burgers out there. Um, I will give a little nod to the Ozo burger. I don't know how to say it. It's O-Z-O. -O. 
And mm -hmm. uh, for that burger, someone described it as like a less fatty version of the Beyond Burger. And oh. uh, I can get on board with that. It's not my favorite, but I can see someone being like, yeah, I really like the Beyond. And this is a, a less fatty version of it. So that was good. That's kind of what uh, compliment soy burger used to be like for me. Like I like the Beyond is really easy to cook in even in a pan um, because you don't need to add oil or, or I actually usually cook it in a George Foreman grill and then the oil drips off. Um, but it is fatty. And um, so, yeah, that old soy burger was was perfect. It wasn't it wasn't as fatty. Mm -hmm. So you like a chicken burger is what you're saying. I mm. do. And, chicken burger. And, yeah. and and there was this, um, it wasn't really a meme. It was just some like a posting on Instagram that was like uh, complaining about you. Know, why are there so many burgers? Like the, the cheese options that we have, the dial, like the, they're, uh, I think it's called cutting board shreds. That, that line that they have, that one's pretty good, but we still don't have a great cheese. We still don't have a great plain yogurt, but we have like a million burgers. Can we stop it with the burgers? And specifically they're all like beef burgers, right? So can we, can we get some more variety? Can we work on some other things maybe and get away from our burger obsession because I think I think we've got that one or at least there are enough companies working on that um so yeah so I I like my little chicken burger um or my boca chicken burger um chicken burger however they spell that uh what do you like putting on your burger well I'm a traditionalist so I generally <laughs> go with um ketchup mustard onion pickle and uh, usually uh, cheese. So often it's the diet cheddar. I never feel good about it because that stuff's just all made of oil. Um, but that's okay every once in a while. Um, that's, what I, that's what I call it. I call diet. Well, any of these like vegan cheeses, I just call it like thickened oil because that's really all it is, right? I know. Oh. I'm, I make a big distinction between cashew-based cheese, which is really yeah. expensive but he healthier, and these oil-based cheeses. Yeah, uh, and tastier. Yeah, it tastes so much better. So yeah, or um, provolone. There's a um, farm boy makes a provolone that is really good on burgers. The next thing I'm going to try, I haven't tried this, but now I want to. The other day, uh, my boyfriend and I made tacos with Beyond Meat, just the ground round. And he brought, brought home a block of cheese, but usually for tacos, you'd have a block of, of you know, fake cheddar, but he got feta. I'm like, did you notice that you got feta? And uh, he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. And then when I started to think, <laughs> I thought this might actually be really good. And it was, it kind of did double duty. It, it fulfilled the cheese requirement of tacos, but also we didn't have any of that, um, that plant-based sour cream. So it gave it that... Yeah that saltiness and a bit of tartness as well. And now I want to try it on the burger. Hmm. Um, about you, Steve, are you, uh, yeah. you going for the cheese? When it comes, okay, uh, two, two separate conversations and I'd like to have them both if I could have a moment. Uh, first of all, I usually just mustard and onions are all that I want in my burger. And, uh, uh, but when it comes to uh, vegan cheeses, I always spend the extra and get Miyoko's cheeses. They're cashew-based and they're tasty. Uh, pretty well, any, pretty well any. Miyoko. Miyoko? Okay. Uh, I don't think you find them in any supermarket, and you don't. You only find them in certain health food stores. 
from, from California, but uh, uh, Miyoko actually uh, did a uh, cheese making uh, workshop at the uh, Veg Fest. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was about six or seven years. How does it work specifically on a burger? Like, does it melt? Does I, it turn more? I haven't tried it on a burger, but it but it will melt. Yeah. If you want to melt it on things, get it a smoked cheese. You can get a uh, uh, I'm trying to think of which other one she has. One is a smoked gouda. Uh, you get a sharp cheddar, or or she calls it a sharp farmhouse. It is basically a cheddar flavor, and uh, there's a couple of others. Those are those are my two favorites, and they're the ones I usually have in the fridge. To, they're a little pricier than the other ones, like they're pricier than Dea, but uh, I find them a real food, and I and I and I like the flavor a lot. And, and you don't use that much cheese. I haven't added any in a week or two, but uh, uh, so I, I don't mind spending the extra money on something that I don't need a lot of. I'll just point out that um, you know uh, Steve mentioned that she did some cooking demos. Miyoko's also has some cookbooks. I like her cookbooks. Yes. Yeah, they're. Yes, uh, they're really nicely laid out, and I like the recipes. Um, and they're available yep. at the Toronto Public Library. Okay, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, in, including one of them that really gets into make cheese making and all the various types of cheeses you can make if you want to make your own. Uh, but uh, she she since then opened a factory and is just pumping out all this cheese. It's uh, very well done. What about you, Swayta? How do you feel about cheese? Yep. I, so I, I agree with everything that Marnie said in terms of the, the toppings and for the cheese, I just, uh, I live with someone who has cashew allergies and I'm not going to eat cashew in front of him. So oh. <laughs> my partner has cashew oh. allergies. Uh, I mean, even if he didn't, I don't, I don't think, I, cause you know, let's keep it burger specific. So I, I don't think I would use the cashew cheese for, for a burger. Um, so I just use like the, the Dea or, um, what is it called cheese like they have they have nice shreds as well oh yeah yeah um so just any yeah any any one of those um i'm not so picky about that but what i am picky about is my mayo okay so there's one mayo and that's the good <laughs> mayo and everything else comes in like fifth place there's no second third fourth place it just it goes number one and then goes number five because this one's so good so let's let's first hear your picks what are your favorite mayos it's got to be veginase for me. There's nothing but, else. But which veginase? Yeah. Oh, the blue <laughs> yeah. one, the the original. Okay. And I call it veganase. So now we can fight about is it veginase or veganase. Oh. But okay. <laughs> how do we find out? Steve? I think I go back and forth, so I'll defer to you, veganase. <laughs> Steve, do you have a preference? I have a, a veganase, and that's what I, the way I've pronounced it in the past. Okay, so the, <laughs> the blue one, the original one? I'm trying to remember. I've come across one that I liked better than the others, and I can't always find it on the shelf. So I'm not, and I'm not sure what it is. So it might be original. Okay. And they've updated might... the packaging recently, so that yes. just adds to the confusion. Pardon? They've I'm updated. The they've updated the packaging recently. Oh, okay. I'll look for it again. Uh, although I noticed the stores don't seem to carry the one that I like best very often, and I'm not sure why not. Uh, so. It's, I think it, it's just like with the ice cream, you know, it's like the variety, like there's other mayos and yeah. things there and there now. So the shelf space yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's a combination of things. I recently tried the PC version, the PC mayo, and it doesn't taste like oh, mayo. Yeah. 
it tastes like like mm. Hellman's like Miracle Whip type thing. And I made like the McDonald's special sauce, which is just essentially all the burger toppings just mixed together, the relish and the mayo and the mustard. Um, and it was it was just a little bit thin, I found, but taste wise, it was fine. Of course, it does not compare anywhere close to Veganese's taste. And um, I'm sorry, Marnie, but you're mm. you're wrong. The blue one is not the good one. It's the purple one. It's the grapeseed veganese. That one is so good. I could just sit oh, here and just eat okay. it by the spoon. I could just eat how, it by the spoon. <laughs> how does it, I know it's difficult to describe tastes, but how does it taste different than the blue? I don't know. That's such a good question and I cannot answer it. It's it's just better. There's, there's harder, <laughs> maltier, or thicker. When you buy the wrong one, you have a whole jar of it to dispose of before you buy another one. <laughs> It's not the worst. No, that doesn't, that does not happen. That does not happen with myself. That does not happen with my partner. Veganese is purchased and it is gone the next day. I don't know how you keep it around for oh. anything longer than that. Okay. Um, the cheese will stick around. You're like, if you buy Dea or whatever, that will stick around. Yeah. But the veganese that is in and gone. Um, that's just. There's so much you can do with it. There's so many yeah. uses for it. Mm. I, yeah. I do find that the taste is stronger. So the purple one, the grapesy one, I do find that the taste is a little bit stronger. On that one, that's the only taste thing that I can really tell you, Marnie. And I know that I tried, so you can essentially make veganese on your own, right? You can use um, uh, flax seeds, make like a flaxseed egg, and then you drizzle in the oil. And I bought grapeseed oil. And I'm like, I got this. I'm going to make this at home so much cheaper. It did not taste <laughs> the same. So I don't know what magic, extra magic they're putting into that grapeseed veganese, but that's, that's why it's called grapeseed, because they put grapeseed oil but it's something more than that. I don't know what that more is. So uh, I'm gonna have to continue buying it because it's uh, it's too good not to eat. Yeah, so I don't care. Give me whatever burger you want. You can ugh, throw in this vegetable burger that you keep talking about, Steve. As long as yeah. you put veganese on it, I will eat that thing. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Veganese is a good replacement for cheese. If you don't have cheese, since the cheese we eat is other than Steve's cashew cheese is mostly just oil anyway. and veganase, veganase <laughs> yeah. is, is just oil too. Um, there's not that much of a difference I find. So and, good. And to touch something that Swega mentioned earlier, I, I too am always looking for plain vanilla ice cream in whatever type of ice cream I'm after. And some of them I find just don't cut it because they're not good enough. But I think if you put the other flavorings on, you don't realize that it's not good enough. But, but when you go with a plain vanilla, you, you get fussier about wanting a good ice cream. And uh, and again, I'm biased in favor of the cashew base because it's creamier. And uh, I understand that some people are just plain allergic to cashews. And, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I find the coconut base made by the same company doesn't cut it. Mm -hmm. Getting back to burgers, we haven't yep. talked about buns, both in terms of what kind of bun do you like, but toasted? Mm -hmm. Or not toasted. How dare oh. you even ask that question toasted? I remember I was at oh. the, the, the Vegan Dale Festival a few years ago and I got a chicken parmesan sandwich from a restaurant I won't name and they didn't toast the bun. And I'm like, what is this? My sister and I were both mad and we were commenting on this fact that people in, in a lot of restaurants seem to have stopped toasting buns. No, of course you toast a bun. So I reject your question. <laughs> Well, I generally agree with you. It has mm -hmm. to be lightly toasted, though. The last thing I want is for it to crunch so hard that it hurts my mouth and I can't concentrate on the flavor of the burger. But I understand if it's an, a really soft, fresh, 
made that day bun, uh, sometimes I will decide not to toast it. And maybe you're saying that restaurants aren't toasting buns. Maybe it's because they're trying to prove that they've got fresh buns and oh. they don't want to ruin them with toasting. I think the same kind of rule goes for bagels. You're not supposed to toast a bagel unless it's day old. So maybe it's a little bit of elitism, carb <laughs> elitism happening. Here. I, I make my own bagels and I still will toast those things when they're fresh out of the oven. Wow, uh, bagels. Uh, no, gotta toast it. Just all right, I, Steve. Are you toast or no toast? I don't differentiate there much, uh, but more whole grain is better and. Uh, you don't get that in restaurants on burgers. And, and it's hard to find a good whole grain bun for some reason to use. But uh, uh, whole grain has so much more flavor than uh, uh, some, some, some of them. You, you swear, they're Wonder Bread. And, and, and restaurants actually serve that sort of thing as though it was, uh, it was a normal bun. And uh, I guess that's why when questions come up, People have laughed at me uh, for uh, not liking fast foods. And part of the problem is fast food restaurants, you get white buns that are just flavorless. And, and I don't think toasting overcomes that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I, I would like more uh, whole grain buns available. I sometimes just keep whole, whole grain pita around at home and use them instead of a bun. Mm -hmm. It's just to get a little more flavor out of the, uh, the bread component. Yeah, that's a great idea. It's more like a falafel, but with a different pattern. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't fit exactly. It's the, the wrong shape. And the, 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 the pita bread is much bigger than the, so, so you wind up with a lot to eat around the edges. But uh, I do that just to avoid have, having to eat this white bread that uh, I, I think is tasteless. And in terms of cooking, it doesn't sound like any of us <laughs> have great barbecue tips. Nope. Um, sounds like I I uh, I prefer making mine on on the George Foreman grill unless your barbecue has charcoal, which so few do these days. It doesn't really have much of a flavor difference. So um, yeah, I find the what's the George Foreman grill uh, grill made of, or, or or what makes it different from? Um, so what I like about it, I cook everything in there. I'll just do French fries. I'll do I'll do veggies. Um, what I like about it is that it cooks on both sides, so it cooks twice as fast. Things cook really fast in it. Um, oh. And if you get one, you have to make sure you get one where the the grills pop out. They're, they've got, I don't know if it's Teflon or what on it, but it's nonstick. They pop out. Um, and so they're really easy to clean, either in the dishwasher or in the, in the sink. And then, like I said, it's angled, so the fat drips out and it goes into a little a little reservoir at the bottom that's easy to clean. So that's what I like so much about that. And really for me, I I like things cooked fast and well done. So for me, uh, the George Foreman grill um, follows through on both of those things. Yeah, I like, I like the Foreman grill. And that's one of those things, you can't find the variety that pops out, or at least I haven't seen that. But um, those are one of those things that you can find at a thrift store. Like you go to the thrift store, they'll have at least one forming grill, probably like four of them. I don't know why though. Okay. And last question, rapid fire. What's your favorite side? French fries. 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 Yeah. And anything else would have been the wrong answer. <laughs> You've been listening to Veg Out brought to you by VegTO. You can listen to past episodes on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Thanks to Matt Judge for our theme song. And until next time, 
Veg out. Veg out.